0: Hello and welcome to another Off the Crossbar podcast with Regan Walsh and Brad Morris, in which we discuss everything that's happening in football. But before we get to that, if you like what you're hearing, like and subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, ACAST or wherever you're listening to us to our weekly podcast released on a Monday and a Friday. But as I said, I'm joined by Brad and what a crazy few days we've had.
1: I bet Dad's putting it lightly. <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, this week delivered
0: yep i mean we said the greatest club competition is back and it didn't disappoint us at all one bit i mean
1: what well depends who you're sporting really doesn't it oh yeah (laughs) i mean for me there's i need to i need to get this out of the way because choose that i made it clear that this is a podcast that needs to be listened to yes um and i'm sure you'll make it definitely
0: so I'm gonna start in one place, and that is, of course, the nine-goal thriller that took place on Wednesday evening between Manchester City and RB Leipzig. I mean, what a game that
1: was! It just starts. It's just start. to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> go straight to that one. You're you're prolonging the the beef that you're about to ensure towards the other half of Manchester. Yes, we'll but yeah, there. This one, this one delivered goals.
0: I mean, that's an understatement of the bloody <laughs> century there. Nine goals, Man City running out 6-3 winners, which is crazy to think because like it could have been more. But at the same time, like for either side, if you think about it, like City could have scored a couple more and then Leipzig themselves were unlucky to only score the three.
1: Uh, it seemed like it was going to another one of those straightforward a Man City win directions. Mm. They seem to think they were playing Shakta Donetsk in this the way they were scoring.
0: Yeah. So, uh, a whole array of goals for Manchester City. Nathan Aki scored the first, then a own goal from Nordi Mukiela. Riyad Mahrez, Jack Grealish getting his first Champions League goal, Gabi Jesus, and Jao And for Leipzig. I must have feel
1: like. Okay, I'll, I'll wait to see do And.
0: What's even crazier for Leipzig is Christopher Nkunku scored a hat trick and was on the losing side.
1: So does he still get the wall? <laughs> uh, yes. It's the one match where you don't want to win. Score a hat trick and defeat. And how often that's ever happened? It probably happens I don't think. It. I guess it's not so it happens well, too because often. Because
0: usually when you've scored three goals you've outdone what your opponent has done. So I can't remember a time especially in my mind recently where one player scored a hat trick and ended up on the losing side. It's absolutely crazy to see. Hmm.
1: Maybe Cristiano Ronaldo will find that out at some point this season. But we'll <laughs> get to that. Jesus.
0: <laughs> but yeah,
1: but yeah. The whole lot of this, I well, probably can't help but go for naughty Micky Machi- in the one. He I did. mean,
0: that has to go down as one of, the, if not the strangest own goal ever.
1: What Was he thinking? Oh, where? What was Galashi thinking?
0: I don't know. I genuinely don't have a clue.
1: Where where did he why was he going to the of a post?
0: I mean, it's unexplainable.
1: I just you he only went to Chesty and instead he's ended up mm. heading it. Just <laughs> seemed bizarre, yeah, didn't it's it?
0: Absolutely bizarre. Um what was strange, though? Afterwards, Picardiolis came out and uh, complaining about the attendance of City fans. Um, so the official attendance was... Oh, it... yeah. <laughs>
1: that took, took you long
0: I, I mean, the official attendance last night was 38,062. And he's complaining about...
1: That's disgraceful. Describe- Champions League I know they don't like you but Champions League nights at a 50,000 seat stadium and they're only filling 38 of them
0: yeah that is absolutely mental
1: they should be treasuring every European night they get considering they just did not exist 10 years ago
0: yeah to put
1: that into perspective
0: the other game in their group Club Rouge versus PSG in Bruges there was 27,546 so there's only 10,000 difference yet I would imagine that Club Bruges game was at full attendance where obviously that wasn't
1: I guess the occasion was sort of different for Bruges they were back in it after a little while I think Uh, only a couple seasons if I remember correctly there's still a couple seasons but Man City have been in it now for quite a few seasons in a row and this happens Mm. But I mean, if they're not going to turn up and watch the game, it's not going be because they ain't turning up to watch you to Southampton. Exactly. So
0: expect a similar attendance or maybe a bit more for Man City, despite Guardiola's protests about it. And I wouldn't be surprised if, because I mean, I don't know if you remember a few years ago when they did like that advert of like putting tickets like 50% off and like trying to get influencers into the game. And you're just like, Jesus, let how cringe worthy are you You're not trying to get
1: fans to attend your game yeah I don't know how you solve it The state, they increased the capacity in a stadium that didn't fill what they were already having
0: yeah I mean that's City's biggest problem when it comes to attendance is, is they've made it bigger but like you said there wasn't any need because they didn't fill it out before so you got to ask yourself why are they doing that
1: yeah and, and I don't know how you sold like fans attending. No. I'm not sure what their ticket prices are like. Exactly. Right, anyway, let's get
0: back to the action that happened last night. So uh
1: and am I salty about Jack Greenish scoring? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh we had
1: He uh, you lived his dream, yes. Uh
0: we had one of the
1: Just don't crawl with your oh god. <laughs> if they get
0: there. Uh another absolute classic tie Liverpool, AC Milan, a five goal thriller, Liverpool coming from 2-1 down to win 3-2, thanks to Mohamed Salah and Jordan Henderson scoring the two goals, whilst Tomori scored the own goal for Liverpool, and Ante Rebic and Brahim Diaz scored for AC Milan in what was a really good game, I mean Liverpool dominated it in terms of shots and possession, but it's all about how clinical you are with the shots, and obviously AC Milan were more clinical with them uh, compared to Liverpool, who only managed a sh- shot accuracy percentage of thirty four point eight throughout that game, which I think has been their bane uh, this season so far. Is they're not converting their
1: chances. Can't the chances. I can't remember the stat I saw, but yeah, you're not wrong. They're just not being clinical. Mm. Like yet, yeah. it, it's it, you know it is. It's twenty twenty. Twenty-one. Liverpool were making their glorious return.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, in the Premier League they've scored nine goals and only conceded one, which is good. But just, they just—they should have more by now in the league because of how many chances they have had. Like if you remember at the weekend, the amount of chances Sadio Mane had before he ended up scoring was crazy, and it seemed to be case in point again for Liverpool uh, last night for us.
1: If we're going to talk players in this situation, I think. It's Trent mm-hmm. Who seems to be the one who's At the forefront of it I think it was like oh, it's Sort of like 40 crosses He's made this season well, He's made the most chances out of them I can't remember mm. But yeah he got his reward Last night Getting one of the goals
0: Well it has gone down as a Tamori own goal now
1: Oh forgot. Yes <laughs> Why? <laughs> I know um, Stupid Yes Trent's goal in my life. Elsewhere? Um, if, if, I could, if, if I could actually just add the last thing with Trent. Because we saw in the international break that they tried the midfielder approach and it clearly didn't work. Mm. So does that put at the end that debate of, oh, he's got to be a midfielder? I think it's kind of
0: like what. Uh, I don't know where Gary Neville said it now, but. He is brilliant going forward and will always get you the assist and put in the crosses and create chances. But it's his defensive work that needs the more improvement. And I think whilst there's still the question marks around how good he uh, is defending, like when a player's coming one-on-one at him or he has to like move about a bit, I think there's going to be that or oh, should we move him into midfield yes obviously during the international break he didn't do so well but I think for the time being there is still going to be that question marks of actually what would he be like if we played him as a midfielder rather than as a fullback
1: very true and I suppose if Gary Neville is having this debate you better bring the stats to
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> make sure they're the right ones this time rather than saying Messi hasn't won an international trophy
1: Admittedly, I don't, I don't think Gary Neville did the actual SATS research himself. Well, no.
0: <laughs> but the Sky team should have. It definitely
1: a researcher who has messed up. Well, yeah. <laughs> he happened literally ago. Yes. Right.
0: Elsewhere in the Champions League uh, on Wednesday, IX beat Sporting Lisbon 5 1 with Sebastian Halle scoring four of the goals for him in a very strange game at him and for Ajax I mean f- scoring five pass uh, sporting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No worrying about that <laughs> yeah. uh, Oh no, sorry you bandit can't can't do that. Ah, uh. Absolutely. <laughs> no none of that shit. It's a lovely kit, they should be able to wear it. Just not with some birds exactly. on it. <laughs> yeah, um Are they just offended by wildlife? Is that it? <laughs>
0: yes. Because they're too busy cutting down the trees to make uh, some money for some stupid tournament. Or a biennial World Cup. Right, elsewhere in the Champions League, uh, on Wednesday, PSG could only manage a 1-1 draw against Club Bruges despite having the front three of Neymar, Mbappe and Lionel Messi.
1: And it may say that it's only going to be the the only game that we get to say that if the news on Mbappe is to be believed.
0: Because he went off injured just in the start of the second half, but I don't know the extent of his injury.
1: I'd seen so we have after. I think that may have been Pochettino confirmed that he's had problems with both ankles, so they're assessing. But yeah. well,
0: that wasn't a good uh, trio, then, as they couldn't beat Simon I Mignolet. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, they
1: they were afraid that they had to deal with Wesley Moraes, <laughs> even <laughs> though he was on the bench.
0: Right. Uh, elsewhere in the Champions League on Wednesday, Atletico Madrid and FC Porto, the other team in Liverpool and Milan's group, drew nil-nil. Borussia Dortmund. Surprise, surprise. Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: Dortmund. Go Although, on. if you said, if I just do that, if you've seen the highlights, they were all saying that there was something a bit dodgy with this one. I uh, Porto may have. Uh, I had seen the highlights, but I think Porto got robbed. Apparently. Uh, dodgy offside calls. Apparently, was it? than it is with that one Well, I, I'm just having a look
0: now and there isn't anything saying like goals ruled out for VIR or anything but it uh, seemed like an even game just having a quick look at the stats now and it seemed like a 0-0 was actually a fair but it would be
1: neither one of them wanted the ball mm.
0: and also Athleti had five offsides where Porto didn't have any so I'm not too sure
1: so it's Porto who decided not to attack Yes, uh,
0: Dortmund beat Besiktas 2-1 with Jude Bellingham being the star of the show, scoring and assisting Erlin Haaland for their win, which is uh, just incredible for the eighteen-year-old, and continues our eighteen-year-old prodigy week that
1: we seem to be having on the podcast. I know it's also continuing just the lovely bromance between yes. the two. Yes,
0: but how long is it been until Manchester it's United like ruin us. it?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Did you not? It did. <laughs> it's all like watching us. But we're better. <laughs> you just ignore us. I'm a fucking bastard. I'm not kissing you on the cheek though.
0: thankfully Uh, Real Madrid left it late to be Inter Milan 1-0 thanks to Rodrigo scoring the goal with Eduardo Camavinga getting the assist despite being on the pitch for less than 10 minutes for Los Blancos Sheriff won their first ever UEFA Champions League game beating Shakhtar Donetsk 2-0 with Adama Traore and Momo Sane with the goals which I don't know which Adama Traore that is
1: it's not the, the one who actually knows where the net is <laughs> As if it's, there's a team in Moldova That have a more clinical adama trail
0: <laughs> It just Maybe that's the one Wolves we wanted to sign But got given the wrong one
1: I did, did you see who it assisted it? Who was the first one?
0: Cristiano
1: <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't make it all well, He assisted both of them actually Cristiano uh, uh, he offers more in his game than the, the actual Cristiano. <laughs> yes, onto
0: Tuesday's results now, and Chelsea kicked off their title defence by beating...
1: You're, you're so dodging me.
0: <laughs> Oh No, I'll get onto it in a minute. Uh, by beating Zenit St. Petersburg 1-0, with Romelu Lukaku scoring the own goal. Uh, the other game in their group, Juventus beat Malmo 3-0 with Maratta Dybala and Sandro with the goals. Lille and Wolfsburg played out a nil nil draw, and Sevilla versus Salzburg played out a one more draw. Um, basically, is anyone going to win that group? Considering if you think about it, I don't know whether you saw, but Sevilla versus Salzburg, there was four penalties and only two scored.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know to say on that.
0: This group is already set up for the banter group of the Champions League. I mean, everyone's on one point, four penalties in a game. That, that's not Champions League football. That sounds something like you'd hear in the Europa Conference League.
1: It's still more entertaining than the Europa Conference League. I think that's very rude. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, Barcelona lost 3-0 to Bayern Munich with Lewandowski scoring a brace as well as Thomas Muller getting on the goals sheet. Um, yeah, I mean, we said this in the Champions League preview podcast, Barcelona aren't as what they used to be and we're always going to struggle their squad it's just not as what it used to be, I mean. They had Pedri, Luke de Jong, Frank de Jong, Memphis Depay and Sergio Roberto as like the attacking six players. And then you had Busquets, Eric Garcia, Ronaldo Uruco, Gerard Pique and Marc-Andre Stegen.
1: Yeah, this squad is a little bit average now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and you're playing with Jordi Alba who was ill in this game. Came out with that. He's apparently had a temperature, stomach cramps, diarrhea as well, and then went off with a muscular injury as well. So it's not good times for Ronald Kuman
1: I was going to say, if you saw the picture of Jordi Alba on the bed, she'd have thought he was just annoyed at how Far Barcelona had fallen. Yeah. No, <laughs> just so that he's very ill. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Definitely so. Uh, and the other game in that group, Dynamo Kiev and Benfica drew 0 0. And know. on to the moment that I've been dreading in this podcast so far. Here we go. <laughs> Young boys beat Manchester United 2-1. <laughs> Thanks to Jesse Lingard with the assist for the winning goal. I mean... I'll just get on to because I've seen a lot of comments saying, oh, it's Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's fault for the substitutions that he made. Now,
1: I agree, maybe you shouldn't it's have bought- it is. Hmm. 'cause it is his fault.
0: No, it's not. The result isn't his fault. He's not telling Wambasaka to make that challenge and get set off and he didn't tell Lingard to pass it try and do a back pass nice. to De Gea. The substitutions I could get were poor, like you didn't need to bring on Matic uh when you've already brought on Rafa for early on in the game and like I don't think Lingard as much as he was good at uh West Ham last season, I think You needed to bring on someone like uh, Juan Mata or Mason Greenwood. Who's been in the form of his life so far this season. And you didn't bring him on. And it's just absolutely crazy. I think that's where he got wrong. But I'm not blaming wan red card on him. Because I mean I have no complaints about that. That That's a definite red card. And then for the Lingard stuff. I mean I've spoken about it since it happened. What he needed to do there. Is he has time, so he can either put his body in front of the player and try and win a foul, like the player would have to go through him to win the foul, or if he opens his body and looks up, he can then pass it to one of the three back players in Varane, Maguire, or Shaw, or he can turn a bit and then spray it out wide to Paul Pogba, but I don't know whether he tried to play it to Varane and put too much on it or tried to play it back to De Gea and didn't put enough on it, and that's how... Um, Theos and Jordan Siabachu managed to score the winner.
1: I guess uh, I'll go on United in a minute, but I feel like young boys deserve so much credit. Yeah, in I this mean, game, that it does, it does seem to be forgotten about.
0: Yeah, I think it's because obviously the English press and we're in England, is getting talked about that United were bad. But actually, once the send off happened, young boys really grew into the game and like they dominated it, like. They had 19 shots, five on target. United only had two shots and two on target in that game. Like, they absolutely dominated us. Once uh, we went down to 10 players, and it's always the case, realistically, like, no matter how good of a team you are, you're always going to struggle when you've got one less outfield player than the opponents.
1: Okay, look, it's not Ollie's fault. with the red card, that's just something that happened. Yeah, and it was definitely a red card. Oh yeah, 100% Good to see the UEFA referees are spot on with this Because Castillo Wildbrook's 20 20 mm-hmm. MC Stadium football That exact same tackle goes in From one Bruno Fernandes On Ezri Konsa, And United got a fucking penalty for it
0: <laughs> Let's not go back to that controversy That was just A wild game
1: Look at it, it's the exact same thing Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't disagree amazing. But yeah and again, it's hard to blame Oli when Jesse Lingard is doing his best Tyrone Ming's impression.
0: Yeah, I mean, like like I said, he, he I don't know. Either he doesn't see the Sibatchu or he, he, I don't know what's happened. There's just no confidence there in what he was doing. He just seemed a little strange. Like, compared to the either weekend he just, when he scored.
1: Maybe he just panicked at the situation. Yeah. Just Okay, there's no one... I just, try and give it to someone but he's missed completely
0: yeah that's where you need to have a level-headed player look up and see what options you are because he had time it wasn't like the young boys player i can't think of who it was that actually like was put uh was close to him and could have put the pressure on um it was near him it was just a lapse of judgment and it's one of the moments where you need to go right this is actually what i should have done like there was four or five options before you actually think of passing it back to De Gea.
1: Yeah, maybe. But, so individual mistakes, yes. And mm-hmm. no, Ali. game management, that is all on him. Yeah. And the game management was abysmal. I'm sorry. they No, that's not on. Take him in or not. Your team is still good enough to come away with a point. Oh, yeah. I think at, the... at least a win. You still think you should be winning? I think
0: should have settled for a point because I think I knew straight after we had that red card off or United aren't going to hold on for this at all like they're not going to take the three points here despite how good that team is I think one point is what we really needed to get out of that and the fact that we didn't is really disappointing right. that's one where you go into a defensive mindset and you go right this is what should be happening now lads don't let them attack practically park the boss and no, a lot of people don't like that tactic when you're down to ten you've got to play smarter than you have to do it when it's eleven v eleven.
1: You have to play smarter but you also have to make sure you're not falling into the opposing team's plan.
0: Oh yeah and they did that hundred percent which
1: just... Yeah. There's still a way a bit of do the doing that. Yeah. United just didn't we... do it. You just know it'll be blaming Donny van der Beekner for because <laughs> <laughs> I actually started it for. A...
0: Yes. Um, right, let's wrap up the Champions League talk because the other game in the United Group saw Villarreal and Atalanta play out a 2 2 draw. Uh, Remo Freuler and Robin Gossens with the goal for Atalanta, whilst Arno Grovenveld and Manu Trigueros sh- scored for uh, Villarreal. So, very entertaining match day one in the Champions League. And-
1: if there's one last thing I could add there after hearing that, is, is it's supposed that Robin Gossens is still at Atalanta?
0: It is a little bit, yeah. I mean, he's been such a good player under Mario Gasparini, and like, you would expect them to Stood have... Stood been... out of the eras. Right, yeah, 100%. But there's a few Atalanta players that surprise me that are under Gasparini still.
1: Mm. See so if it was English, then they'd have been poached already.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, championship talk now, and my God, has there a lot happened? I mean, so... <laughs>
1: Don't do much of the Championship, but this week had to just be talked about because my oh god, <laughs>
0: yes. So, we've had our first managerial sacking in the EFL, well, in English football this season, with Chris Houghton finally getting the sack from Nottingham Forest to the side, bottom of the table, winless in seven, only one point off out of them seven games. Uh, conceded 12 and only scored five goals, and I believe he only won. One in his last thirteen, or not none at all. It was just, it was inevitable. This yeah. second, really,
1: it was carry on from a poor end to last season as well. Mm-hmm. That it was coming, and the whole club's in a bit of a mess. Yeah, not the the best run club no. at all. Same owners as Olympiakos, where I feel like the care is more on that.
0: Yeah. I mean I think I remember seeing a story not too long ago I think this is the same owner that he was the one that was like uh, I don't think it was under Chris Hughton but under a previous manager where he would do the team selection himself like he'd say these players have to be playing and you like you can't in a in that position as a manager you're in a lose lose case because if you can't choose who is starting then you, you you are going to take the fall for it because if the results go against you, because the owner's not going to take the fall there, is he?
1: No, but I feel like Forest Towns are getting restless enough now that it's being aimed at the owner. Yeah. And they've had, they had a bad owner before this guy as well.
0: Yeah, their last couple, two so or three owners have been quite poor.
1: Yeah, I don't know do enough on the situation, but yeah. it's just something in the water of East Midlands. Yeah. Right now.
0: Uh, there has been some rumours, though, today, time recording, uh, that Steve Cooper is being lined up as Hewton's replacement, and the club hopes to have him in charge uh, appointed before the weekend's game. But obviously, I don't think he'd be on the touchline.
1: I don't think they get a John Terry or a Chris Wilder. No,
0: not in that situation. They don't. think. I think Alex Neil, Steve Cooper, they'd be
1: the ones they'd most likely get yeah. the job. The ones who would take it, given the ownership. Mm. and all that because your Wilders and your Terries aren't going to want to walk into that
0: no it's such a hard task for them to do even this early on in the season
1: and and if I'm John John Terry I don't see that as my first one no (laughs) as much of a challenge as it would be you'd be better if I offered someone like a mid table yeah 100% because then you're not you've not really got much to lose as such
0: yeah, you're not in such a hard predicament as you would be at Forest
1: Yeah, but another
0: man as you said staying within the Midlands who could be in a predicament um, in terms of uh, the club is Derby County's manager Wayne Rooney and it's a story that came out from Sky Sports late last night and it says they are close to agreeing a points deduction with the EFL for breaching financial fair play rules, I believe it would be a 9 point deduction so that would see them Head to the foot of the table on minus two points.
1: There's a positive and a negative to this. Well, firstly, there was an update. The EFL apparently came out and said that there hasn't been any decisions made on it. Right. But the negative, obviously, is you're going to be on minus points. Yeah. Not ideal after the good start you've had. No. But the positive is they've had an okay start. Yeah. So. Minus two isn't that bad considering the points that everyone else around there has got.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's,
1: I mean, if it was that's a probably why you would think you'd think that's why they had the discussions on, all right, if you're gonna give it us, just give it us now.
0: Yeah. Rather than later Which on the season. Sense. Um, but the thing is, like, I know I, it's been said before, but you like the likes of Gerard and Lampard and Solskjaer and Arteta they've gone in and taken an easier job Wayne Rooney really has gone in the deep end here I mean he kept them up last kick of the game last season and now this points deduction he, has, he hasn't had an easy start to management life has he? I
1: going to say it off, sorry soccer hey? Jesus Christ has the stress got to him <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, then again that's the personal life as well oh
0: so. well, yes the less said about that the better I'll go there mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, But yeah, it's not good uh, signs for teams in the East Midlands at the minute. Uh, Elsewhere, Fulham have taken over the top spot in the Championship after a emphatic four-one win over Birmingham City on Wednesday. Yes. uh, Whilst West Brom (laughs) sleep. Whilst West Brom. Order
1: restored. They were were piping up the last few weeks. It's (laughs) hilarious. Just, I forgot they existed
0: it's because of the Troy Deeney effect they think oh we're about to come good again no lads you're still
1: crap mm. yeah come back when your stadium's fully open and
0: you're in uh, the Premier League but yeah it's a very interesting start <laughs> to the season in the Championship seven games gone like we said Fulham, West Brom Bournemouth Coventry Stoke and Huddersfield are your top six it's literally three points Stoke are back three points separating oh, cool. that top oh, that- six
1: they're still managed by Michael O'Neill. Yeah. Aren't they? Mm-hmm. I, was like, I called this the second he went in. I was like, it's not going to happen straight away, but they're going to be promotion candidates at some point.
0: Yeah. The fact that Coventry are up there is the
1: shock under Mark Robbins. It's, it's weird because in my neutral mind, I'd be like, oh, wow, Coventry are back. Yeah. That's that nice. was. But at the same time, I'd go, oh, Coventry are back. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: Sheffield United just seem to have picked up recently. I mean, they're out of the relegation zone in 19th place now. They seem to have finally got their ball rolling up in Sheffield.
1: The mm. whole championship's coming together a little bit. We're still at least six months too early.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's still, what, another 39 games also left.
1: Yeah, I always like to say you take the championship seriously around February. Yeah. Just too, too much changes between them.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, literally one minute you could be top of the league and then come December you could be bottom half of the league and you're like, Jesus Christ, it's absolutely mayhem.
1: You, you could be 13th of February and then go on a 10-game winning streak and win the playoffs.
0: No idea who that could be. from the, No, no idea. From the change of your voice, who would have thought who could that have been?
1: Must be an absolute Premier League mainstay.
0: Didn't think Arsenal have been relegated recently.
1: <laughs> Only a big club could do it.
0: <laughs> right, and now on to the part. Oh no, sorry, I nearly forgot. Uh, before we move on to uh, the preview, actually, Stoke City versus Barnsley yesterday.
1: Yeah, how did we forget that? Christ,
0: <laughs> absolute mayhem had ensued. So the Barnsley
1: keeper, we mentioned Stoke and it somehow didn't go into it.
0: Yeah. So the uh, Barnsley keeper. Uh, Bradley Collins booted the ball away uh, like into the stand to waste a bit of time bearing in mind this was like in stoppage time and it was already 1-1 so Stoke (laughs) Stoke try and get a ball down to the throwing taker quickly but one of the Barnsley coaches jumps in the way to stop the ball reaching him and then a massive fight ensues. (laughs) it's just just fists
1: Mm. She's flying. Did you see who was involved? Rory
0: Delap, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, Rory Delap, Dean Holden, (laughs) Uh, the bar's assistant, Joseph Lowman. (laughs) It's just (laughs) absolutely crazy. Um, I did think it was weird when you just suddenly see a ball come flying over. I think Rory Delap just (laughs) launched off at the halfway line. Yeah, that was
0: just absolutely crazy scenes uh, at the end of that game, which did end 1-1 and obviously expect both teams to be punished for that uh, and did probably like a £25,000 fine for yeah. failing to uh, keep the players in check and the coaches and all
1: that. Yeah, the Championship looks their fine.
0: Yes. Right, on to... This weekend's action, finally, in what seems like a long time coming for us, um, with all the action that's happened so far this week. Premier League kicks off. Does anyone off. care?
1: <laughs> 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 well, I mean, we've got, really.
0: we've got some tasty games this weekend, so let's get into it. Um it all gets underway on Friday evening as Newcastle welcome Marcelo Bielsa's Leeds to St. James's Park at 8 o'clock, and then... Uh, the weekends on Saturday sees Wolves Brentford the early kickoff. the three o'clockers we've got Liverpool Palace Man City Southampton Norwich Watford Burnley versus Arsenal in a big six-pointer right at the bottom of the table and Everton Aston Villa uh, is the evening kick-off on Saturday which I think could be an mm. interesting
1: tie it's always an interesting tie when we play Everton mm. it's because it carries that tradition with it yeah. yeah and it will be the first time we've had a fully fit squad as well Jesus. Uh,
0: and then Sunday sees Brighton and Hove Albion take on Leicester, West Ham play Manchester United, and this weekend rounds up from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium as Tottenham play Chelsea. Lovely stuff. Yes, absolutely lovely. Does
1: um, it intrigue all over? Yeah. yeah like it, Tottenham Chelsea is obviously the standout, it's two big clubs against one another, but hmm. I look at a Liverpool Palace and the stuff that's happened in the past, and I go, oh, maybe maybe there's a bit there you never
0: know Notford Notford (laughs) Notford that's a combination of the two teams I was trying to say Norwich and Watford there Um, I think that can be that's the Twitter hashtag yes Notford Um, two obviously new promoted sides Watford doing the slightly better out of the two teams obviously have got three points so far this season whilst Norwich (laughs) Norwich is yet to get a single point um I think that could be a really close affair. And then, like I said, Arsenal versus Burnley. I don't expect it to be easy for the Gunners uh, at all heading up to Burnley. Uh, obviously, news came out today as a time recording. Sean Dietz just signed a new contract to remain at Turf Moor until the summer of 2025.
1: So, what's we'll celebrating there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that man will never leave Burnley.
0: No. The only way he leaves Burnley is retiring or in a brown box. And it's absolutely ridiculous how long he stayed at uh, Turf Mall for. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I think one thing that can't be forgotten as well is teams playing in the European games as well. They, as of time of recording, they're playing tonight. Yes, that's West Ham, Leicester, Tottenham.
0: Yes, uh, they're all playing on Sunday. Uh, obviously, because of the, them playing tonight in their respective competitions. Um, but yeah, looking forward to this weekend. I think we've got some really good games on our hand in the Premier League at least. Oh, yeah. Um, a quick look into the European games this weekend. Uh, we have a top of the table clash in La Liga as Valencia host Real Madrid on Sunday evening. Uh, Real Madrid are currently top of La Liga based on having scored more goals than uh, Valencia and Atletico Madrid so it's a close one and Atletico Madrid themselves are playing 5th place Athletic Bilbao so two really good games to keep an eye out on over in Spain this weekend. Over in Germany not many games to uh, draw your attention to. Wolfsburg versus Frankfurt uh, you'd say should be an easy win for Wolfsburg. Dortmund are playing Union Berlin and uh, Bayern Munich are playing VfL Bochum so it should be wins all round for those sides then we head over to France and the big one this weekend is on Sunday evening as PSG host Lyon on Sunday which never disappoints uh, in the past and I think it's going to be a really good game between those two sides obviously Lyon haven't had the best starts to season. Down in seventh place, with eight points, scoring eight, conceding eight. Where PSG have won all their opening five games, scoring 16 goals. Obviously, with the likes of uh, Neymar and Messi to impress, you would expect this weekend.
1: Well, you know, I mean, Messi's at some point. <laughs> the questions are going to start getting asked if he doesn't get a goal.
0: Yes. And finally, over in Italy, the big game this weekend on Sunday evening see struggling Juventus host second place AC Milan which obviously despite Juve having that poor start to the season it is always a good game when these two sides meet
1: oh yeah this is a the, the ultimate nostalgia fixture isn't it
0: yeah um, I don't think there's any news on Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, whether he's available for this game obviously as he missed uh, the Champions League game against Liverpool the other day
1: yeah, he was scared of Anfield. <laughs> <laughs> the lion was scared of the cop roar
0: <laughs> Right, um, I'll hand it over to you now to lead us into the predictions league for this week.
1: The domination begins. Uh, the first game that I give you is Newcastle against Leeds.
0: Um, Jesus Christ! And,
1: uh, and uh, I don't know from last season anyone to remember so the, the very odd chance just, there's just one person that's just going, Hey, oh, on lads, you said you weren't going to do Leeds in yes. this, but no, we've changed, new season new, new rules, respect for Leeds
0: um, both teams struggling, 17th and 19th respectively in the Premier League and I'm going to go for a 2-1 Leeds win,
1: oh here we go again <laughs> Two. yeah I also say 2-1 Leeds ok
0: what we got for game two then?
1: Yep. Game number two will be Burnley against Arsenal.
0: Oh god. Um, is that Turf more as well? <laughs> oh god. I'm going to say it's back-to-back 1-0 victories for Arsenal in the league.
1: Mm. I also backed Arsenal in this. I was just, oh, I'm going to say 2 nil.
0: Please don't tell me you've gone for the third game at the bottom of the table in Watford versus Norwich.
1: No, I haven't. Of course I've gone for Tottenham against Chelsea.
0: Uh, now, normally I'd say this is a goal fest, but we all know what the rules are half four on Sky Sports.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm going to go with I'm going to break them rules and I'm going to go 3-1 to Chelsea.
1: Mm, that's the of you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be. I'm going 1-0 Chelsea. <laughs> OK. And Two defensive teams. Do you think there's going to be four goals in this game?
0: I'm expecting Lukaku to wake up after his slightly disappointing Champions League game. But
1: that's the only reason that there will be goals. Exactly. But I don't see it happening. Fair
0: enough. Uh, what are the three random games you've gone for then this week?
1: The first one, I've gone with Atletico Madrid against Atletic Bilbao. Um, I'm going to go two
0: one to
1: Atletico. I've also said two one, but in the favour of Atletico Madrid.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. I said
1: two one to Atletico. You just said? Did you say Bilbao? You just said Bilbao.
0: No, I said, I said Atletico. I'll go. Fine. Well, I've got it written down as two one to Atletico. Okay, game number five.
1: The penultimate one for this weekend. God, oh, I'm going worried about myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, game five, Juventus against AC Milan. Um, I can only see this going one way.
0: And it is the way of AC Milan winning
1: 2-0. See, I see this going down the Desmond route. Ooh. This will lead to. 2 it's just the fact. It's got to win at some point.
0: Yeah, but neither of us are predicting it this weekend. Then
1: it <laughs> just won't be in this one. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the first draw we've predicted yeah, all weekend. It's all turn around.
1: It's got to happen, it? Yeah, maybe. But what about this one? Gap six: PSG against Leon. Um,
0: I'm expecting goals in this, and I'm going to go three-two to PSG.
1: I have gone for 2-1 to PSG. Okay.
0: Not bad. Uh, I haven't gone for a single draw this weekend. I mean... (laughs) To be fair, we've only gone for one one draw out of all of us, and that was you, obviously, in that last game. Um, As we obviously do, we have our fantasy team. Uh, You made any changes for this week?
1: I made a considerable number. I made three changes, because I... I have to admit, I completely forgot that the free hit only works for one week.
0: Yep, I did that as well, don't
1: worry. <laughs> so I've got all the old players back and I've made free changes, which has cost me points. Mm-hmm. But the changes, I can't remember the exact changes I made, but my team is now Evie Martinez, Reese James, Virgil Van Dijk, Luke Shaw, Bruno Fernandez, Connor Gallagher, Yuri Tillmans, Mateo Kovacic, Danny Ings i Tony and Cristiano Ronaldo as El Capitan.
0: Okay, well, uh, obviously I've had, I've got rid of Ronaldo and brought back in uh, Lukaku for this week. Rid of Ronaldo? Because he was a part of my free hit, Ronaldo. Uh, and I've... said
1: <laughs> so, that when it ends, now, now.
0: <laughs> and I've brought in uh, Nathaniel Shalaba as well after uh, Tanganga got sent off last week
1: about Nathaniel Chalibur.
0: Trevor, sorry. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor.
1: So, uh, Nathaniel Chalibur place for Fulham?
0: Yes, Trevor, Chalibur. Sorry, that was my bad. Fung, <laughs> Um And I've captained Mo Salah this week as they're playing Crystal Palace. So I'm expecting him to get a goal or two.
1: Yeah. So, so you just said Chalibur then instantly in my head. I was just thinking, how can you get a funny chant out uh, of Chalaber? You do the chorus of... Is this the wise number
0: and he's better than Joyce Marillo. I think we can work on the last beat Yes Right, that is the end There you go, you can have that one Exactly That's getting clipped Absolutely getting clipped Thank you Right any more news before we end? I believe that is the
1: end of this week.
0: In what is probably yeah. our longest <laughs> so, podcast ever.
1: Over the that we've just got a new chat with Trevor about Yes. Oh,
0: absolutely crazy. Right. Uh, like we said at the start, make sure you haven't the
1: other podcast doing that. No? <laughs> exactly.
0: Like we said at the start, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple, Spotify, ACAST, or wherever. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at off Pod. And our personal handles are at Regan underscore Walsh and at Brad Morris underscore 96 for all the football talk. And until Monday, when we will... I
1: hate my Twitter handle so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and until Monday... <laughs> when I spent
1: when went, they were there trying to change it so much it just wouldn't let me... <laughs> this year's <laughs> name's taken. How? How many fucking Brad Morris's are there in this world?
0: <laughs> Obviously a lot. Right, Until one day when we'll be back wrapping up all the weekend's action and all the talking points across the world of football, it's goodbye from Brad
1: la la la
0: it's goodbye from me. We'll see you soon.